Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Sharon Grossman, and I'm a psychologist turned burnout recovery coach, speaker, and author. I'm here to share my story about what led me to focus on burnout prevention and recovery. Well, I didn't know it at the time. It all really started when I was about seven years old. I remember sitting at the dining room table, surrounded by my closest family members. While all the other kids were out playing, I loved nothing more than sitting amongst the adults and listening to them talk about their lives. I distinctly remember the sentiment from this one conversation where it seemed like many of them begrudged going to work. And I left there wondering, is this all there is? I didn't want to grow up only to end up feeling as uninspired as they did. So although I'm usually someone who can make decisions quickly because I'm tuned into my intuition, when it came to my career, I really had no idea what I wanted to do professionally. When I was in elementary school, especially on the school bus, all the kids would play MASH. Now, if you're not familiar with this game, MASH is an acronym that stands for Mansion, Apartment, Shack, and House. You can write down your top five cars, five people you would want to marry, and five professions you would want to pursue when you grow up. Whenever we'd play this game, the typical professions kids would write down would be doctor, lawyer, singer, actor, and athlete. Then you'd go around clockwise and cross off whatever item you landed on when you hit the number five. One by one, you'd eliminate items and the ones you ended up with would be your life. You might end up being an actress, driving a Ferrari, and living in an apartment. Notice the professions I just listed. The idea was that you wanted to grow up to be successful, aka rich, and or famous. But I remember thinking, that's just not me. Fast forward to post high school, I needed to figure this out. What would I do with my life? There were so many things I could do that I could enjoy, but I needed to find something that would be intriguing for years to come that I could support myself on, and that would allow for some flexibility. You see, the one thing I did know at the time was that I really valued lifestyle. I didn't want to sacrifice my personal life for my career. That's not to say that having a career was unimportant. I just wanted to have the best of both worlds. It took me a while to figure it out. I took a bunch of introductory classes at first, but ultimately... When I looked at the types of books I was reading, I noticed that they were all self-help books. I was really interested in professional development. And that's when I chose psychology as my major in college and continued on with it to get my doctorate degree. Not only did this fit the bill for intrigue, there was a lot I could do with it, which meant I could transform my professional life if I wanted to from working in a hospital to a university. In fact, as a student, I worked in a foster care agency, as an assistant professor, at a psychological clinic, and a community hospital. When I graduated, my first job was at a nonprofit, and I loved it. More than anything, I love that I get to spend the bulk of my time on clinical services and that there was a heavy emphasis on didactics. 
But after several years, I'd reached a ceiling, and the only place to go from there was management. I could see the writing on the wall. I didn't want to sit in meetings all day discussing policy. I wanted to continue working with clients. So I started looking around for other jobs. I quickly learned that there was nothing out there for me that fit the bill. Each job had its own set of problems. What it boiled down to was either a long commute, work hours that included nights and weekends, or working with a population I wasn't excited about. I realized that if I want something that doesn't exist, I would need to create it myself. That meant only one thing, I would need to go into private practice. But I dreaded doing that. You see, when I was a grad student, I remember going to conferences where people would talk about burnout. They'd say that being in private practice means you're isolated seeing client after client. So when it came time for me to step into this role, I decided to do it with intention. I found an office walking distance from my gym and structured my day such that I would take a lunchtime yoga class or take a break in the middle of the day to swim laps in the pool. That way, I had a significant break in the action and didn't have to worry about when I would fit exercise in after work. I had a family to go home to, you know. I did that for a while and I loved it. But I'm the kind of person who is always evolving. I knew that I wanted to be a coach. I loved how coaching elevates people, inspiring them to be a better version of themselves, increasing their performance and helping them live more well-rounded lives. I also noticed that the people I love working with the most are the ones who are self-driven and highly motivated. What many of them had in common is that they would periodically burn out. That's when I'd bring in my tools from cognitive behavioral therapy, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, and energy psychology to help them reshape their thinking and way of engaging with their work and life. I've been coaching clients with burnout on the side while researching the subject in preparation for my book. Then during COVID, I finally transitioned over from therapy into a full-time burnout recovery coach, and I am loving it. Here's what I learned about myself going through this journey. I learned that I can live a full life as a mom and business owner without burning out, and I can help others find their way to do the same. Throughout my professional path as a burnout recovery coach, I've worked with professionals across all industries, but the people I am most passionate about working with are those women in medicine who love what they do, but due to burnout, think they have to change careers and are just heartbroken about it. My biggest dream is to help them crack the code on their burnout so they can continue to do the work they love without sacrificing their health in the process. So if you're listening to this and you're burned out, I want you to know that there is help out there. There are more resources today than ever, including my book, The 7E Solution to Burnout, which includes a workbook so you can coach yourself out of burnout. But most importantly, You need to reach down deep into yourself and understand what's brought you to this place of burnout so you can customize your recovery strategy. 
If you have questions or want to chat, please reach out. You can find my contact information in this episode's show notes. I would also love it if you join my community by signing up for the Burnout Docs Weekly Digest. You can find the link on my website. I'm Dr. Sharon Grossman, and this is my story. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.